You're listening to Exploring Boys Education. It is really a privilege to have you with us every month as we journey through the nuances of boys education, shining a light on the incredible work educators of boys and other experts are doing across the globe to support boys and boys schools. In our final episode of season four, we share some reflections from an event that still has many attendees buzzing with inspiration and gratitude. The 2023 IBSC Annual Conference, hosted in beautiful New Zealand by Westlake Boys High School. Picture, if you can, the breathtaking landscapes of New Zealand as the backdrop to this amazing gathering with over 600 delegates from no less than 15 countries. The conference's theme, Kia Moi Moia, was an undercurrent of the entire event. To dream beyond limits wasn't just a phrase, it was a lived experience throughout the conference. I must highlight the work of Westlake Boys High School headmaster David Ferguson and his superb team. They, along with their eager and warm-hearted boys, welcomed us all with open arms. And let me tell you, this was not just hospitality. It was the embodiment of the true Kiwi spirit. Delegates were overwhelmed, not just by the meticulous organization, but by the heart and warmth radiating from every corner of the school. A theme reflected in David Ferguson's generous welcome to attendees as the conference kicked off. Colleagues, friends, fellow educators and boys, good afternoon. Welcome to Westlake Boys High School and welcome to Auckland, New Zealand. Thank you. start just by saying thank you for supporting this terrific conference that we're so excited about. We hope to get 400, we dreamed of getting 500, um, we weren't sure what we were going to do when we got 600, but we figured it out, we've got about 630 and we're really looking forward to it. 15 countries, it's greatly exceeded our expectations, we're so excited. The journey to Auckland, the biggest city in New Zealand, was a long one for many of us. But the minute we arrived, the vibrancy and charm of the city and its people made every mile travelled worthwhile. And there was something extraordinarily special about being in New Zealand, being on the land of the Māori, and being invited into a space where the rich, dynamic Māori culture was shared so generously. To be immersed in a different way of thinking, a different way of being, was incredibly humbling. The sense of shared humanity was not just palpable, but also a beautiful reminder of our global connections in this field of education. Amidst the keynote addresses, awards, workshops, social events, and, might I say, rugby, the musical prowess of the Westlake boys truly embodied the spirit of the conference. They serenaded us with their stunning performances throughout the conference, their talents, passion for music and their camaraderie on stage was nothing short of breathtaking. It wasn't just about the music, but also about the evident bond among these young men. Their performances brought home the fact that education is also about nurturing and developing all aspects of our boys' lives, including their artistic and musical talents. You'll catch snippets of their excellence as you listen to this episode.
So, strap in, as delegates share some reflections from our time together at the 2023 IBSC Annual Conference, a gathering that encouraged us all to really dream beyond our own limits. Board Chair Chris Post, Headmaster of Boys Latin School of Maryland, and Tom Batty, IBSC Executive Director, opened our time together in Auckland. Friends, we've come together for these four days as a coalition at a time of the development of boys and the formation of young men has never been more important. And we do so with a spirit of optimism about the future of our boys and the future of our schools. IBSC strives to be the global voice for boys and for boys' schools. It's our coalition. It's your coalition. We're gathering diverse schools from around the world, independent and state-sponsored, religious and non-sectarian, junior and senior schools, and everything in between, unified in one central purpose, to help good boys grow to be great men. No mai harimai kia koto kutoa. Welcome to you all, and thank you for jumping in cars, on trains and on aeroplanes to be here with us. But most importantly, our thanks go to the people of Ngātipoa for welcoming us to their land. We have much to learn from you. And thanks also to David Ferguson and the mighty community of Westlake Boys High School for all you have done, the imagination, the hours you put in to put on what's going to be a wonderful gathering here in this incredible city and beautiful setting. Thank you so much. So many delegates reflected on the incredible experience they enjoyed at the conference and will be sharing their insights throughout this episode. IBSC board members Margot Pierce, Dean DeLauro, Byron Halsey, Charles Bailey and Anthony McAuliffe reflected on the wonderful time they had at Westlake Boys High School. The IBSC conference at Westlake School for Boys in Auckland, New Zealand was an experience that will stay with me for a long time. The Westlake community welcomed us with open arms and shared insights not only about boys' education but also about human nature. I returned to our small school in Fairfield, Connecticut, restored, rejuvenated, and brimming with ideas about how to support our boys and all of us who serve them. Thank you, Westlake, for this life-changing opportunity, and I can't wait for the next IBSC conference. Kia ora, David Ferguson and the incredible team at Westlake Boys High School. I want to express, express my deepest gratitude for hosting the extraordinary 2023 IBSC conference. The event was truly a testament to Westlake's professionalism and collaborative spirit. The lineup of inspiring speakers and workshops and the abundance of insightful educational messages were outstanding. Moreover, the networking opportunities, social events and professional dialogue were superb. Thank you for creating a remarkable educational and cultural experience. We had an absolutely fantastic time at the annual conference 2023 at Westlake this summer. Uh, two things stood out to me. One was the quality of boys whom we met over the few days that we were there in Auckland. They were real credit to the school. They were so warm. They were so welcoming. Um, and they were testament to the single sex model more generally. Another thing that really stood out was the quality of workshops at the conference this year. It was simply outstanding, whether it was a workshop on boys reading, um, teacher recruitment or creating a research culture in a school. 
all of those workshops were really thought-provoking and worthwhile. I had a fantastic time at the IBSC conference in Auckland at Westlake uh, School for Boys. Two things stand out for me. One was uh, the welcome ceremony. Uh, I thought it was beautiful and uh, emotional and visceral, and I have never felt so sincerely and warmly and completely welcome uh, to a place that I'd never been to before. And then secondly, I was just amazingly, I was just so impressed with the amazing presentation of Susan Hassel and her description of the multidimensional power of love as an animating force in school communities. The International Boys School Conference in Auckland for 2023. uh, I just want to thank everybody involved. It was a terrific experience, primarily because uh, being a truly international conference, every evening there was the opportunity for like-minded people from schools all around the world to gather uh, and share in stories around the common mission of educating boys. The workshops were of a terrifically high standard uh, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm very much looking forward to London 2024 at Harrow School. Beyond the stunning landscapes, the warm welcome and the powerful immersion into Maori culture, the IBSC annual conference also served up a smorgasbord of ideas, insights and knowledge from a brilliant lineup of speakers. Andrew Stark highlights the impact the speakers made on him. The keynote speakers were excellent and provided me with some tremendous pearls of wisdom, which I have already used as discussion starter points with my senior classes. From Sir Ian Taylor's advice to forget the blocking, just pour the concrete, William Pikes's inspirational mantra that courage can be our test, and Susan Hassel's insistence that all boys matter, and if we offer them love and respect, it will be reciprocated. Their words of wisdom and professional experience gave me clear insight into educational leadership on a global level. Keynote speaker Sir Ian Taylor, founder of Animation Research Limited, advocated for viewing hardships as opportunities, asserting that innovation thrives in adversity. He proposed the mindset shift, viewing difficulties not as challenges, but stepping stones toward innovation, a perspective which could significantly benefit our boys. I was born in 1950. When I was growing up in the 1950s, I could never have imagined that one day I'd use a thing called a computer, go to a thing called the internet, to a place called Google Earth, to take you back to the house I was brought up in without electricity. So that was the place my mother cooked on a coal fire range, we listened to Life with Dexter on a battery powered radio, and my brothers and sister and I read Eagle comics by the light of a gas lamp. It's really interesting because the footsteps we laid down in 1957, well actually I'll get to 1957 in a minute. I'd like to share with you a Māori proverb, Māori Whakatauki. Trent, I always say for those in New Zealand you'll know, if you listen to Guy on Espina you already know what that means. If you're a Mike Hoskins fan, so I've got a translation. <laughs> the footsteps we laid down in our past create the paving stones of where we stand today. And in that Māori worldview, and what I'd like to share with you tonight, is that those footsteps are always in front of us. The past is always the footsteps. So I can look out and see the footsteps that bring me to the paving stone I am playing here today in front of you. Westlake Boys High School old boy William Pike, who lost the leg to a volcanic eruption, but demonstrated remarkable resilience, delivered an inspiring talk. 
He emphasized the value of stepping out of comfort zones, asserting that adversity fosters growth and transformation. His experience underscored our duty as educators to help boys realize their potential, to navigate difficulties and convert hardship into strength. There were times where I was upset, crying, throwing my toys, frustrated. And I think back, what was it that really helped me through those incredibly tough times? And there's two things. The first one was having an incredibly tight-knit group of friends and family. Uh, one that was born out of my, I guess, classmates throughout their education uh, and water polo uh, here at Whistlap Boys. The second thing was, I believe, a sense of uh, why or a sense of belonging. And for me, my why, my passion was about education. It was about the great outdoors and it was about people. And it was those things that gave me the courage and the confidence in the times that I desperately needed it to begin to rebuild my life. Mina Pomare Peter's talk, rooted in her Māori identity, left a strong impression. Her inspiring call for ensuring marginalised voices are heard emphasised often overlooked social disparities. Mina challenged us as educators to teach beyond leadership, emphasising justice, equity, community responsibility and identity. Her wisdom, crucial to pass on to our boys, resonated powerfully. And like today, as was eight years ago, the wairua, or the atmosphere of the school, was beautiful then and it is beautiful today. It makes me envious of the International Boys' School Coalition. I'm envious because I come from a family of seven brothers who went to school on the North Shore here that closed down several years ago. However, and my brothers left home intelligent and awesome and came home broken. So I'm envious of what you have and what your coalition have given and are giving up the boys that you have in front of you. Sir Graham Henry, former coach of the All Blacks, highlighted the need for an inclusive, empowering leadership culture during the conference. Comparing to our role as educators, he stressed that successful teams like classrooms depend on every member feeling valued and empowered. We have to help each student recognize their unique strengths and foster an environment where boys feel included and important. I see in the paper yesterday, you used it on Herald. Open that boys achieve more in boys' schools than they do in other schools. And I think that's been a fact for a long time. They just keep on researching it because they don't like the result. Um, <laughs> waiting for a change. So, um, but I really think the most important criteria for success is the leadership of the school. And I and I have been involved in 
looking around at appointments in schools for some time, and some schools really thrive because the leadership is superb and other schools don't thrive because the leadership is not so good. So I think leadership is absolutely critical and probably more critical than boys being in one school. I think the people who lead the school have got a remarkable influence. Widely respected in New Zealand and globally, Susan Hassel, the headmaster of Hamilton Boys High School, brought an insightful perspective to the conference. Susan's talk, Why a Good Education Still Matters, was a heartfelt exploration of the role educators play in shaping the lives of young boys. Her perspective on education is both inspiring and profound. Susan believes that a school has to start with love. She says you bring in love and expectation at the same time. You expect a lot from the boys because you love them. And that's a simple formula that really works. Uh, it is really a genuine honour, one that I never thought would be possible uh, for me to have been asked to, to speak with you today uh, as a person who is so passionate about the education of boys and boys' schools. And to take time, time out of your lives to reflect on my journey uh, as head of a boys' school for nearly 25 years and to draw some conclusions, really, this afternoon I'm here to draw some conclusions uh, for what for me matters most for all of the boys that I have served in my role as headmaster and why boys' schools still matter so very, very much uh, in this world that we live in in 2023. Renowned psychiatrist Dr. Tony Fernando concluded the conference with a call to action, advocating for finding the missing piece, that's P-E-A-C-E, in our lives and work. He emphasized the importance of mindfulness amidst the pressures of education and reminded us of our role in nurturing boys' emotional well-being beyond academic achievement. His words serve as a guiding light for us to approach our boys with compassion and mindfulness in their own struggles. We all want to be happy. I mean, you might be wondering, why are you here? Well, I want to see New Zealand. I want to see my friends in IBSC. Why is that? Because you think by connecting with them, you'll, you'll be happy. Yes, you will be, but temporarily. Then you're hit by reality. It's raining all the time. <laughs> so we all want to be happy. We all want to avoid suffering. That's because that's our software. That's our built-in software. You might have more um, you know, uh, incredible thoughts as to why you exist. I won't go into that, I'll just go with what's present in our body. All of us want to, to, to be happy, all of us want to avoid suffering. The problem is the brain prevents us from finding peace. During the conference on Thursday, July 6th, the first for IBSC, David Ferguson, the headmaster of Westlake Boys High School, was featured on Breakfast TV in New Zealand. He discussed not only the 2023 IBSC annual conference, but also shared some intriguing data on the achievement of boys in boys' schools in New Zealand. What a wonderful opportunity. 
Morning and welcome back to breakfast. It's 21 minutes past seven. An international boys' school conference kicks off in Auckland today, welcoming over 600 educators from around the world, all with the common goal of developing the men of the future. Aotearoa New Zealand has well over 40 public boys-only schools, a high proportion for our population. But is a segregated school model still viable for the society of today and the generations to come? Here to discuss is Westlake Boys Headmaster David Ferguson. Thank you so much for being with us, David. Tell me about this conference. What's the hope? Morena Marty. Yeah, as you said, we've got more than 600 people from 15 countries and we're gathering together for four days to uh, talk about the work that we do every day, developing, young boy, developing boys into fine young men. Aiming to develop men of the future. Who are the men of the future, David? Well, I've got great hope for men of the future. I start, we've got 2,600 teenage boys here at Westlake and um, the work we do with them is thoroughly rewarding and enjoyable. And I think everyone who's attending that conference um, shares that goal and um, enjoys working with uh, young men and boys. You can catch the full interview with David on the IBSC website. I'd also like to highlight two remarkable women whose contributions to boys' education were recognised at the conference, Sherry Rusher and Justine Colliou. Sherry Rusher, a veteran teacher with a passion for languages and boys' education, was honoured with the 2023 IBSC Orly Jarvis Award, a steadfast advocate for boys' schools and their unique ability to foster vulnerability and open dialogue, Sherry's influence extends beyond her classroom at St Albans School to her roles as Chair of the Foreign Language Department, Dean of Faculty and erstwhile member of the IBSC Board of Trustees. Her dedication to professional development and her implementation of IBSC-sponsored research is a testament to her commitment to the continual evolution of boys' education. It's named after two founding fathers of the IBSC and it goes to a person who has made a transformational contribution to IBSC over a, a number of years. And this year's award goes to Sherry Rusher, the head of faculty at St Albans School in Washington DC, a fantastic school up by the cathedral for those of you who know Washington at all. Um, and if any of you know, and I know some of you do know Sherry, or anybody who knows Sherry, will know she is a marvellous, marvellous educator. Insightful, purposeful, generous, uh, collegial. Through those traits, has made a massive contribution to IBSC and our schools and the boys we serve. And then there's Justine Collew, head of the Indigenous Education Programme at the Scots College in Australia, who took home the 2023 IBSC Action Research Award Justine's innovative research project explored the impact of Indigenous mentors using cultural practices to build relationships with and an understanding of Indigenous masculinities in a group of Indigenous Australian boys who board at the Scots College. Her groundbreaking work is helping to shatter stereotypes and cultivate healthier masculinity, and it's an incredible contribution to the IBSC action research community. Here's a clip of Justine at the conference, sharing some of her research and insights with global colleagues. 
I've been collecting data on, I guess, the boys' welfare and um, how they're going academically since I started back in 2020. And there was this obvious sort of gap wall. There was an area that just there was no growth in. And um, and it was the lowest scoring out of all the areas that I was sort of looking at. And it was um, being connected, feelings of connectedness to culture. And when I brought the families in of the boys to have a discussion about that, that was the, their number one concern as well. So the boys were telling me through the data, the parents were telling me, and um, I realised that, yeah, this is definitely an area I need to sort of target. And But I was kind of... I was at a loss about at what my action would be, how I would go about that, because I'd been doing some research and looking into, and there was um, some researchers, Chandler and Dunlop, who... Um, coined the term cultural wounds and that means um, so for indigenous nations all over the world there's a lot of I guess ongoing issues and inequities and things that have happened because of colonization and they call these cultural wounds but they say that cultural wounds need cultural medicine so Mm -hmm. it's the people themselves that need to um, fix whatever it is like it can't be someone coming in and going this is how you fix it which is what I guess countries like Australia have been trying to do Mm -hmm. for so long and as we've seen, it doesn't it doesn't work, mm. and so and as a female as well as a non-indigenous female, I was thinking, what can I what can I do? So I um, I realised after speaking with the parents that I mean I could facilitate something to occur, and so I spoke with the parents, and they all agreed that the boys needed um, some indigenous male mentors to um, mentor them. Um, in their in that really important vital time in their teenage years while they're off country feeling disconnected from country and culture and away from their families and um, even though the boys come from all over Australia from many different nations and countries um, within Australia um, they all agreed that it would be while they're on Durrell country um, which is where the Scots is located in Sydney that they would have Durrell mentors and so I employed two male indigenous mentors um, from the local community and they came out every week um, and it actually hasn't stopped so it's continued on it started back in um, I'm not even sure end of sort of September last year and it's just been keep going <laughs> so yeah the relationships have been built the there's um, yeah been some really really positive outcomes and things we've seen so Action Research Team Advisor Corey Brown from the Haverford School reflected that hearing about Justine's project was a conference highlight for her. It's very difficult to pick from the dozens of impactful experiences that I had during this year's IBSC conference at Westlake. But one that stands out was listening to Justine Colyu present her award-winning Action Research Project. Hearing how she designed a program that allowed Indigenous boys at her school in Australia to connect with and learn from Indigenous male mentors was simply inspiring. I was also thrilled to meet the IBSC's next cohort of action researchers from around the world. They are an incredibly curious and thoughtful group of educators, and I'm excited to hear their findings at next year's conference. Other incoming and outgoing researchers also shared their experience. We hear from Erna Goodyear, James Chittamosley, and Pooja Mathur. The three flights and a total travelling time of 24 hours definitely was worth the while. 
um, as an incoming action researcher, it was just amazing to meet your team, um, just to meet staff um, from different schools from around the globe who have such a great passion um, for their day-to-day job. And your know, teaching is just on everyone's hearts and just the different approaches from different departments, different subjects that we teach. But also by the Monday evening, it felt as if I have known the people in my group for, uh, yeah, for longer than I actually have. And I'm quite excited to see where this journey takes us. Thank you, IBSC. It was an amazing opportunity. If I had to just pick three things that were truly great about the IBSC annual conference, I'd say firstly, it was as an action researcher, so great to connect with my friends from across the globe and hear about the really positive and meaningful impact that their individual research projects has had on the boys in their care. The second thing I'd say, it was a really emotional conference in a good way. Um, and that was partly because we received such a positive welcome um, from the Westlake staff. And it was really quite sad to say goodbye to them at the end. And I think thirdly connected to this is that the boys themselves were a truly credit to the school um, and were excellent examples on how to be positive male role models. As an outgoing IBSC action researcher, it was an honor to share my findings and learn about the amazing research undertaken by the rest of my talented cohort worldwide, proving that IBSC truly is the leading voice worldwide in best education practices for boys. It was indeed a career highlight. I have walked away from this annual conference with my mind buzzing with practical ideas and possibilities for my school and my heart full of happiness and hope and a renewed determination to keep dreaming beyond limits. Julie King was inspired by the action research presentations she attended and Garth Shaw was also taken by the intentionality with which many educators of boys are approaching their practice. Action research was a real highlight for me at this year's annual conference. IBSC's program is thorough and rigorous as we see consistently excellent presentations. One session I attended landed the proverbial plane with consideration of a new literal box of masculinity, an idea and instructional opportunities I'm still thinking about. Many, many thanks to Westlake for the generous welcome and to IBSC for an absolutely incredible week. The single word that describes the conference for me is inspirational. Uh, I really did come home motivated and inspired by what I'd seen and learned, um, but it wasn't possible to put a single finger on it. It's a combination of the scale of the conference, just massive, but also professionally presented by the IBSC and Westlake Boys High. Um, the spread of staff from around the sold out for what they're trying to do. And then a big part of it was the research. Um, so many people passionate about what they were learning and how they were digging deeper into better education for boys. I found to be both uh, amazing and inspirational. Before we wrap up this episode, it's essential to remember that the real heart of any IBSC conference is the delegates. The educators, administrators, researchers, and all those passionate about boys' education from around the globe. In keeping with that spirit, I'd like to share some reflections from more of our global colleagues who attended the conference. Many, including Janice Robertson and Kendall Murphy, reflected on the importance of the work we do with boys. There is a quote that really stood out for me at the conference. Words are the hooks on which we hang our culture. 
If our words are the hooks on which we hang our culture, how much more careful and aware should we be of the ways we speak of and to our boys? If we wish to hang a culture of healthy masculinity and mutual respect on our words, we need to choose them wisely. Thank you, IBSC, for reminding me of this. Some of my greatest takeaways from this past conference were regarding the emphasis on positive masculinity. I enjoyed learning about the ways teachers from all over the world were taking this important topic and teaching it simultaneously within their academic curriculum. Other delegates like Jason Lang, Caitlin Munday, Lawana Sweetland, Liz Evans, Corbett Simons, and Danielle Pazno reflect on the global connections and interactions that make IBSC special. It's always great to get together with educators of boys from around the world and just get that reaffirmation about the challenges and the opportunities that we have. In particular though, there were a couple of workshops, one on the master relational teacher moves and another one on curriculum design where the presenters were so very thoughtful and made sure to even have great takeaways so that there would be something tangible for those of us who are in the audience uh, to think about doing when we get back to our schools. It's those kind of things that just make a conference like this one just so fantastic. The IBSC conference at Westlake Boys High School was my first IBSC conference, and I was so impressed with the warmth and intelligence of the folks I met there. I'm taking away these new connections with colleagues, as well as a lot of questions we can begin to ask and research together to best serve boys in the new near future, especially questions that deal with pedagogy and how to best teach boys. I always enjoy reconnecting with IBSC colleagues, old and new alike, uh, to discuss the boys in our care. It's always fascinating to compare notes with like-minded educators on a global scale and be reminded that boys around the world share the same interests, hopes, fears, and faith in their teachers and in their schools. And I certainly look forward to seeing everyone again in London in 2024. A few highlights from me from the 2023 IBSC Annual Conference at Westlake Boys was firstly, the incredible hospitality of the Westlake community. Secondly, the opportunity to gather with colleagues from around the world uh, and really benefit from the relationships that have been established within that community over time to collaborate and dream about the future of education, boys education in particular, together. Uh, and thirdly, the incredible keynote from Susan Hassel on that final day. Her leadership driven by a philosophy of love was incredible encouragement to my own leadership. The extraordinary experience at the conference hosted at the beautiful Westlake Boys High School left me with a tremendous feeling of gratitude, belonging, community, and awareness. From the captivating keynote speakers, the variety of impactful workshops presented, learning about the beautiful Maury culture and spirit, to the engaging conversations with new and old friends from across the globe, it was a space for sharing, learning, and stretching our thinking about why a boys' school. The experience reinforced my belief that we're supporting our boys to live a life of exemplary character guided by a strong moral compass that leads them to be of compassionate service and leadership in the world. As an educator in an all-boys school, I feel more certain than ever that we can dream beyond limits for the boys in our communities. I look forward to continued dialogue and collaboration. After attending the IBSC conference at Westlake, some of the reflections I was thinking about is that being with co-workers from your own school provides a safety net of people to talk to. However, I challenged myself to sit next to someone I didn't know on the bus to and from the venue or at lunch times or at a workshop. And I think this created a much richer experience. 
Discussions with these people about workshops, speakers and our different schools help me learn more about good practices, how different schools tackle similar issues and also the recognition that there are a lot of good people working in boys' schools across the world. Much as we know relationships in the classroom are vital, so are good collegial relationships that provide support for each other. Jude Arbuthnot, Andrea Dorber, Casey DeWitt and Kelly Easton all teachers from our warm and welcoming host school, Westlake Boys High, also shared how much they benefited from the conference. We talk about belonging for our boys, feeling that they belong to our classes and to our schools. But I really felt that I belonged to the IBS, IBSC. And more importantly, I felt like I really belong at Westlake. And I was so proud that we could host the conference. Being part of the Westlake Boys High School Organisation Committee for the IBSC conference has been such a career highlight. I completed my action research report this year and presented this at the conference. I thoroughly enjoyed the hosting duties and responsibilities and the ultimate was being able to get to know inspiring and motivated teachers and principals from around the world. If you ever get a chance to be part of a school hosting, I highly recommend being part of the planning team. I've never been so proud, honoured and inspired by my workplace, colleagues and our students. It is well worth the hard work seeing so many delegates enjoying the space that you are so proud of. I had an amazing experience being part of the 2023 IBSC conference here at Westlake. Of course, my opinion is biased, given that I work at the school and was part of the organising committee, but it really was a career highlight for me. I feel incredibly proud of what we as a team put together and how much closer it has made us as colleagues during the shared experience. Listening to these reflections, it's clear that the impact of the conference extends far beyond the days we spent together in New Zealand. The inspiration, the camaraderie, the shared experiences, the insights gained, these all ripple out into our individual schools, affecting the way we approach our work and enriching the education we provide for our boys. We end this episode with some closing thoughts from Tom Batty and also hear from Charles Bailey from Harrow School, who is leading the organising team for next year's IBSC Annual Conference. Kia colleagues. One month on from our truly inspiring gathering in Auckland, and a bit of me is still back gazing over Waikiki Island and onto the Coromandel Peninsula. We learn so much from each other. And I again want to thank David Ferguson and all at Westlake Boys High for setting such powerful stage. And I want to again thank the people of Ngāti Poa for welcoming us to their land and opening our eyes. And I want to again thank you and all who made the journey and lit up that stage. We know our challenge is to educate young men to participate in the world around them in service to a greater good and to have the confidence to help us advance beyond our current line of sight. We know this means we must find them passions, hone their mastery and nurture a sense of communal purpose so that being interested and working hard to get good at things for causes bigger than themselves become habits for life. We know that to do this, we need to surround them with talented teachers who want to share their passions and mastery and their enthusiasm for a better world. Teachers who care. We know all this, and slowly but surely across the globe, parents of boys and those with a stake in community building are realising the same. This is a time for great optimism. Boys' schools and all involved in the education of boys 
are set to be increasingly acknowledged for the defining part they play in the development of healthy, kind, creative, confident, purposeful, caring young men. Thank you for all you do for your IBSC. Your commitment and collegiality flow through to boys and young men across the globe. Many benefit from your care, most of whom you will never know. We take such optimism into the months ahead. And in just under a year's time, we will take it to Harrow School, where, with Charles Bailey and his team on the hill above one of the world's great cities, we will again gather to stir the pot and share thoughts, practice and aspirations in support of those we serve. Following a difficult pandemic period, we've really valued the chance to come together as a group, both in St. Mark's in sunny Texas last year um, and this year here in Westlake in Auckland. We're really honoured to have been asked to host the conference in 2024 at Harrow. We can't wait to welcome so many of you uh, to our school and we would encourage you to please um, encourage your colleagues to attend in 2024. As the echoes of this year's conference fade, they mark the end of not just the memorable events, but also the completion of our fourth season of Exploring Boys Education. It's hard to believe we've come this far together, exploring various aspects of boys' education. And I must say for me, and I hope for you too, it's been an amazing journey. I want to express my deepest gratitude to each one of you, our listeners. Your continued support and engagement are the driving force behind this podcast. Thank you for being a part of the IBSC community. So as we wrap up season four, I'm excited to share that season five will launch in September. We'll be back with more insightful discussions, expert interviews, and thought-provoking topics. But until then, keep dreaming beyond limits. Keep nurturing our boys to become the best they can be. And above all, continue to champion boys' education.